السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم والشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed the best speech is the speech of Allah Azza wa Jal and the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the most evil of matters are the newly invented matters in the religion and every newly invented matter in the religion is an innovation it is not from Al-Islam and every innovation is misguidance and every misguidance leads to the hellfire. Believers in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah azza wa jal says in the Quran, إِنَّ الشَّيْطَانَ لَكُمْ عَدُوْ فَاتَّخِذُوهُ عَدُوَّ إِنَّمَا يَدْعُوْ حِزْبَهُ لِيَكُونُ مِنْ أَصْحَابِ السَّعِيرِ Allah azza wa jal says, Indeed, the shaytan is an enemy to you. So take him as an enemy. Indeed, he only calls his party, his group, so that they may be from the companions of the fire. So that they may be from the dwellers of hellfire. Indeed, brothers and sisters, there is a great warning in this verse. A great warning for the children of Adam. A great warning for the believers. It sets out a reality and a fact that indeed the shaitan is to be taken as an enemy. An enemy, indeed he is a severe enemy. Upon this reality, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that he only calls 
the people in his party so that they may become from the dwellers of the hellfire. He does not call them to good. He does not call them to paradise. But his goal and his aim is to make them reach that blazing fire. The punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sheikh Abdul Rahman al-Sa'di, rahmullahu ta'ala, he mentions regarding this verse. He says, Al-Shaytan, alladhi huwa aduwukum fil haqiqah. The shaytan, he is your enemy in reality. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَاتَّخِذُوهُ عَدُوًا Then take him as an enemy. The shaykh says, لِتَكُنْ مِنْكُمْ عَدَاوَتُهُ عَلَى بَالِ So that your enmity of him is in all situations and that you are alert and regarding it. And then the shaykh continues and he says, so do not be neglectful. Do not be neglectful that you are at war with him. Do not be neglectful that you are at war and with the shaitan at all times. For indeed he sees you and you do not see them. Or do not see him. And he is always observing you on the lookout for you. He's always looking out, brothers and sisters, to grab those opportunities, to pull you away from that which is good, to that which will lead you, and to the hellfire. Then the Shaykh says, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّمَا يَدْعُوا حِزْبَهُ لِيَكُونُ مِنْ أَصْحَابِ السَّعِيرِ Allah Azzawajal says, indeed, he calls his party so that they may become from the dwellers of the hellfire. The Sheikh says, هَذَا غَايَتُهُ وَمَقْصُودُهُ مِمَّنْ تَبِعَهُ This is his goal and his objective regarding those who follow him. Then he says that he aims to humiliate them in the most awful way with the adab al-shadeed and with the hellfire the punishment the severe punishment that is found and in the hellfire so indeed brothers and sisters upon realizing this we should know that the most or from the most important of affairs that a muslim should show great concern for for the protection and for the protection of his or her own self in an affair that they should nurture their children upon is safeguarding oneself from the shayateen from their evil and from their plots and their whispers indeed this affair is extremely important as the harm of the shayateen causes the harm that the shayateen causes to the people is very significant. It is numerous and it is severe in, cons- in consequences. So we need to seek guidance from the Quran and the Sunnah regarding this affair. 
and take the safeguards, that protection that we have been given to protect ourselves from their constant evil. For indeed, they are persistent in their goal to misguide the children of Adam day in, day out. They continuously, they continuously work to cause harm and to lead us astray. And if today they have not succeeded in misguiding you, <coughs> and they were not able to lead you to sin, then know that tomorrow they will continue in hope, in hope that they will achieve their goal one day. Therefore, brothers and sisters, it is upon us to be consistent in using those safeguards, those prote that protection, those ways of protecting ourselves day in, day out, continuously and repeatedly till our soul is taken out. For indeed, those shayateen will still be working to misguide you till your last breath. So do not feel safe. Do not feel safe. How many people, how many people who are upon righteousness and upon a degree of knowledge have been led astray by the plots of shaitan. So indeed, brothers and sisters, we shall mention 10 important ways that a person can safeguard and protect themselves daily and from the shaitan and his party. First and foremost is seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is from the greatest ways by which you can protect yourself from the plots of the shayateen. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِمَّا يَنْزَغَنَّكَ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ نَزْغٌ فَاسْتَعِذْ بِاللَّهِ إِنَّهُ هُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ Allah Azza wa Jal says, Indeed, if an evil whisper from the shaytan tries to turn you away, meaning turn you away from doing good, from doing khayr, then seek refuge in Allah. Verily, He's the all-hearing, the all-knowing. So in this verse, brothers and sisters, we find one of those great and important means by which we can protect ourselves from the shayateen. And Shaykh Abdul Rahman al-Sa'di, Rahimullah Ta'ala, he mentions in this verse that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned that which a person can use to protect and repel their enemy from the jinn. And that is regards seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seeking protection from their evil. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and when an evil and if an evil whisper from the shaitan tries to turn you away, 
The Sheikh says, any وقت من الأوقات, at any time, at any time, if you feel a whisper from the shaitan that tries to turn you away from your religion, tries to turn you away from doing good, he says, أَحْسَسْتَ بِشَيْءٍ مِنْ نَثَغَاتِ الشَّيْطَانِ And you feel, you feel that you've been affected at this moment by one of the whisperings of the shaitan. And that you feel that an evil has been beautified to you. Or you feel lazy to do an action of good. Or you feel or you see that you have been afflicted by falling into sins. Or you see that you have obeyed the shaitan regarding that which he has commanded you to. Then Allah says and gives the cure, فَاسْتَعِذْ billah. Then seek refuge in Allah. And Sheikh Abdul Rahman al-Sa'di says, <coughs> meaning, <coughs> meaning ask him, ask him with your dire need that he shelters you, that he shelters you, that he shelters you and protects you from him, meaning from the shaitan. Indeed, he hears your speech. He hears your dua. He hears your needs. He knows, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your need of being protected, of being protected and from your enemy, <coughs> from your enemy, shaitan. <coughs> Secondly, from those means, <coughs> is reciting the two surahs which has been revealed for seeking refuge. And that is Surah Al-Nas and Surah Al-Falaq. And it's been mentioned in hadith from our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He said, مَا تَعَوَّذَ مُعَوِّذٌ بِمِثْلِهِمَا That a person does not seek refuge by way of them, meaning there is nothing which is similar <coughs> to them, to those two surahs, and in seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he used to recite them both, along with Surah Al-Ikhlas every night as he went to sleep. And he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned that whosoever recites them three times in the morning and three times in the evening, then it is sufficient as a protection from every evil. And a hadith narrated by Aisha radiallahu anha <coughs> that she said whenever the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went to bed every night, he used to cup his hands together and blow into it after reciting Surah Al-Ikhlas and Surah Al-Falaq and Surah Al-Nas. And then he would rub his hands over whatever parts of, he, of his body he was able to rub, starting from his head, face, and front of his body. He used to do that three times, narrated and collected in Al-Bukhari. So likewise, brothers and sisters, this is one of those great means to protect yourself from the shaitan. 
And it was something that was used continuously by our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Thirdly, from those other means is reciting Ayatul Kursi when a person goes to sleep for indeed it expels and distances the shaitan from such a person. As it mentioned in the hadith from our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam where he indicated that whosoever recites it when he goes to or he or she goes to his bed or her bed then Allah will remain as a protector for that person and no shaitan will approach him or her until as-sabah and until the morning fourthly reciting the whole of surah al-baqarah indeed this is a very powerful this is very powerful in expelling the shaitan from the houses as mentioned in hadith by the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam whereby he said la taj'alu buyutakum maqabir do not make your houses like the graves or like the graveyards inna shaytana yanfiru min al-bayt alladhi tuqra'u fihi surah al-baqarah said indeed the shaytan flees from the house in which surah al-baqarah has been and he recited fifthly reciting the last two verses of surah al-baqarah and this occurs in a hadith likewise from the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam whereby he said man qara'a bil ayatayni min akhiri surah al-baqarah fi laylatin he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said whosoever recites the last two verses from surah al-baqarah during the night then it is sufficient for him and sufficient and for her meaning sufficient as a protection from all evil and from all types of whisperings from the shaitan and harm that come from the shaitan. Number six, from the means and from those affairs which protect a person from the shaitan is the saying, La ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah lahu al-mulku wa lahu al-hamd wa huwa ala kulli shay'in qadeer which means there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah and he has no partners to him belongs dominion <coughs> and to him belongs all praise and he's able and he to do all things and this occurs in a hadith likewise from our our prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam collected in muslim and al-bukhari whereby he sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said whosoever and he recites and in this dhikr whosoever recites it hundred times in one day then it is like he'll be rewarded with freeing ten slaves and he'll be written for him 
hundred good deeds and from him will be wiped hundred sins and that it will be a protection for him from the shaitan on that day until the evening, until the evening comes. So we see here, brothers and sisters, all of those means that are quite easy things for us to do, easy for us to say. <coughs> Indeed, they are powerful in repelling and expelling and protecting and safeguarding ourselves and from the shaitan. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala nabina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een Amma ba'd Number seven From those means From those things that you can use as protection against the shaitan And that is specifically If you've been affected in your sleep and you wake up and you are shaken by the evilness of the shaitan, his evilness by which he has affected you in your sleep, then it mentions in a hadith by the Prophet whereby he said, فَلْيَقُلْ أَعُوذُ بِكَلِمَاتِ اللَّهِ تَامَّتْ مِنْ غَضَبِهِ وَإِقَابِهِ وَالشَّرِّ عِبَادِهِ وَمِنْ حَمَزَاتِ الشَّيَاطِينَ وَأَنْ يَحْضُرُونَ فَإِنَّهَا لَنْ تَدُرُّهُ He صلى الله عليه وسلم said If one of you become shaken in his sleep and the meaning being shaken by the whisperings and the evilness of the shaitan then he should say i seek refuge i reach this refuge in the speech in the perfect speech of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from his anger and his punishment and from the evil of his servants and from the temptations those whisperings and harms that come from the shayateen and he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that they will not approach him and they will not cause harm to him. <coughs> Likewise, number eight, to say bismillah upon entering your homes, upon eating, drinking, and other actions. As he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, anna rajul idha dakhala bayta faqala bismillah ثُمَّ إِذَا تَنَاوَلَ الطَّعَامِ قَالَ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ قَالَ الشَّيْطَانِ لَا تُعَامَ لَكُمْ وَلَا مَبِيتِ He صلى الله عليه وسلم said When a person enters his home If he says بِسْمِ اللَّهِ Then when he eats If he says بِسْمِ اللَّهِ 
Then the shaitan says, there is no food and no dwelling here and for you and today. Meaning, if a person enters his home and he does not say this, and he does not say this upon eating, then the shaitan will enter his home and they will benefit from the food that is served and in that house. What will be served? And in that house. So therefore it is and important that we take those means by which repels and protects our homes, our provision, and from the shayateen, from them taking benefit from it, and from them entering your homes and causing harm to yourselves and to your families and children. Number nine, refraining from excessive looking at things that you should not look at, <coughs> excessive eating, excessive talking, and excessive mixing with others. For indeed, as the scholars mentioned, the shaitan gains access to a person easier when a person is excessive in these affairs. And last but not least, brothers and sisters, from those great means to protect yourself from the shaitan is in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all of your situations and circumstances, whatever and it may be. For indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ عِبَادِي لَيْسَ لَكَ عَلَيْهِمْ سُلْطَانِ Indeed, my servants, you do not have any power, any control any over them. Any power and any control. As Shaykh Abdurrahman al-Sa'di, rahimahullahu ta'ala, he mentions regarding this verse that from the affairs that a person does, from their worship and their remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protects them from the fitna of the shaitan. From the fitna of the shaitan by them actualizing their servitude to Allah Azza wa Jal, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if they do this, then the shaitan will have no power, no control over them. And he will not be able to deceive them. He will not be able and he to deceive them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect them from every harm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect them as they have placed their reliance in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they've taken those means to become near to Allah azza wa jal. So indeed, brothers and sisters, indeed, there is a great reminder here that we need to take heed and be mindful. We need to reflect. We need to nurture our families <coughs> and our children upon and in these means. Now they do this day in and day out continuously, protecting themselves from the shaitan. Because indeed, if you do not take the means, then what will occur? What will occur is that you will put yourself in harm. You will put yourself in harm. For indeed, brothers and sisters, 
when you have an enemy, <clears throat> when you have an enemy, you need to protect yourself all round from all directions. For indeed, brothers and sisters, the shaitan, they come from all directions to you. All directions regarding desires. Desires call you to those desires that are impermissible. Call you to sins. Call you to leave of the good. Call you to be lazy in your ibadat and your other affairs. They call you to stay away from the remembrance of Allah. Busy yourselves with idle talk with the people. Excessive eating, excessive talking takes you away from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Calls you to that which will harden your hearts. <coughs> then slowly, slowly, you stop this ibadah and you stop this remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you postpone that one for later and you do this one, you aim to do this one in Ramadan and only in Ramadan, next year in Ramadan, 11 months later, delaying till you become weak and you open all of those doors around you for the shaitan to enter and do what they please and he with you. Do what they please and he with you. And indeed, brothers, in the last verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَنْ عَنْ ذِكْرِ الرَّحْمَانِ Whosoever turns away blindly from the remembrance of the most merciful, نُقَيِّدْ لَهُ شَيْطَانًا فَهُوَ لَهُ قَرِينَ We appoint for him a shaitan to be his companion, to be a close companion to him. Therefore, brothers and sisters, therefore, protect yourselves with the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and do not do not let your guard down. So as we mentioned, they are working, the shayateen are working day and night to misguide you, to lead you astray. If they do not succeed today, don't think they give up. They will continue tomorrow. And after that, until your last breath, they will be trying hard with all of their ability to take you away from the obedience of Allah to sins call you to shirk and to make you to try and make you to utter disbelief even before your last breath so that you'll be humiliated with the adab al-shadeed in the hellfire so that you can be humiliated in the worst possible way with the punishment of the hellfire so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in beneficial knowledge. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us in implementing the good that we hear. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from our greatest enemy. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it easy for us and to learn and implement. Wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad aqimu salah.